Hello, and welcome back to Recently Redeceased. Fuck, I wasn't ready. <laughs> well, get ready, son. I'm ready, Get your son. ass ready, your puckered asshole. Oh, the puckered asshole is always ready, son. The puckered asshole band name. So, to kind of um, go over last episode, um, Kyle was still in shock and awe over realizing that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Yep. And he had to cry for a good hour. Yeah, I had to sit and masturbate in my room and <laughs> think about what I was what I just heard. Yeah. It was really it was really surprising for you. You it didn't was. expect that at all. Um I'm still masturbating it over. That's understandable. <laughs> masturbating it sober album title. That's fair, that's fair. So what are we talking about today, Steve? Today we're talking about comic books. You know those adult things? <laughs> What was it we said in the second episode? You were like, we're going to look at the comics. And I'm like, ah, 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 graphic novels. <laughs> we're not children. But no, we're totally being children today. Um, I like comic books still. No, I still love comic books. What was your, uh, what's one of your earliest memories, honestly, of reading comics? Um, so every time I got sick when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, on my dad's lunch break, he would um, pick me up something to eat, like some soup or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he would also pick me up a comic book. Mm. So I just had like little like random X-Men comics strewn about or nice. like Simpsons comic books. A lot of the Simpsons ones are actually good. I liked the Simpsons comics. Yeah, that company is actually owned by Matt Groening. Really? I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Greening? He's Greening. 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 The, ta- the, tra- the time traveler. No, but... Uh, <laughs> no, but I was going to say... Yeah, well, because he started in like the early 90s. In What's going on? Sorry, I'm pre-editing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the live magic here on Recently Redeceased today. Yeah, no, he started that company in, I think it was 91, I think? Because in the early 90s, like, comics were turning really edgy. Yeah. He was like, hey, let's do, like, some, like, actual funny stuff, well, and some of them were good. Do you know why they turned really edgy in the early 90s? Mm-mm. So there was a law in beforehand... Um, that kind of took place. I don't remember when it started. Oh, the comics, uh, Code of Ethics or yeah. whatever? Yeah, that was in the 60s. Which is why, you know, Vertigo happened instead of mm-hmm. DC doing, like, Hellblazer and Sandman and stuff like that. Ah, Hellblazer. Do you know why it stopped? Why? Because, um, Stan Lee refused to follow that. <laughs> so, like, he would randomly, like... He used Spider-Man and Daredevil for that a lot, specifically. For mm-hmm. whatever reason, those were the two comics. And, mm-hmm. like, Spider-Man would make sense. Because yeah. it's, like, Spider-Man's their poster child. Yes. And kind of X-Men. Kind of X-Men. But it's mainly Spider-Man. When you think Marvel, most people hear Spider-Man. So, like, to protest it, Stan Lee did the most punk rock thing and made, like, <laughs> um, Daredevil's girlfriend a hooker. Oh, God. <laughs> Was that, then, was that Stan Lee? Because I know Frank Miller wrote a lot of da- early Daredevil too. Not well, not early Daredevil, but like '80s Daredevil. When I say Stan Lee, I mean like the whole Marvel Corporation. Okay, that makes but like, sense. Yeah, Daredevil. Daredevil's girlfriend was like this heroin addicted hooker, and um, was that Electro? Was that someone else? That was somebody else. It okay. was Karen Page. That's right. That's right. And then, yeah, they just <laughs> they pretty much fucked a bunch of shit up, and they just kept paying the fines because. Those were the comics that were making money. It's like, yeah, we can spend a few extra bucks now that we're you know, making we can, a few extra bucks. We can pay the fines, so just fuck it. We're just going to make them. Yeah, because it wasn't like... You weren't going to get shut down for not following the rules. You were mm-hmm. just going to get fined for doing it. Yes. And they're like, we're the... Arguably the biggest... <laughs> well, if you think about it, too, uh, like in the early... 
in the early 90s, uh, there was Image, and Image had a lot of, uh, what was it, kind of cringy, like, too edgy shit. Like Spawn. Spawn's cool. I like Spawn. I like Spawn. I like Spawn. Uh, the other ones that Image did before weren't really good, like Young Bloods. I didn't like Young Bloods. I didn't like Blood Wolf either. Blood Wolf was just a crazy fucking asshole, if I remember right. The earliest memory I have, so this is really weird. Um, when I was, I think it was like right around in like elementary school, when the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie was coming out, <laughs> my uh, my uncle, my uncle Eric was going to give me a bunch of Daredevil comics because he had a bunch of them when he was younger. So he was just going to give me a bunch of them. Then he was like, hey, I couldn't find them. Here's a bunch of Punishers for you. So I just read a bunch of Punisher comics, and yeah, I'm wearing my Punisher hat right now. But that's kind of what got me started from a very young age. I think that there was a crossover one. It was him and uh, I think it was I think his name was Nighthawk. Blackhawk? Uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk, yeah. Nighthawk was my favorite. Nighthawk is the best low-key hero. Yes. Like, best not famous superhero, I would say. Oh, yeah. I like Nighthawk a lot. Other, I guess other than Constantine. Yeah. Constantine's badass. He's I love favorite. Constantine. But he's, he's, he's getting back into the mainstream. Yeah, he's getting back a little bit. He had the show. Yeah, he was on, uh, he was on that one where they're time travelers, too. That's right. That is correct. And I like the actor they got for him. He does a really good job as Constantine. Didn't they like him so much they put him in the animated one? He too? does all the voice acting for it now. That's good. Good for him. That's awesome, actually. He was also the voice of um, Edward Kenway in Assassin's Creed. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, the main character in Black Flag, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I heard it, and I was like... That's fucking Constantine. Con- Constantine? <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I played it, and then I watched the show, and then I played it again, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's fucking Constantine. I like, had to look it up, because I was like, uh, you know, all British people sound the same. <laughs> oh. He was also uh, a bad guy on a single episode of Torchwood. Never seen Torchwood. It's a Doctor Who spinoff. Oh, gotcha. That's probably why I've never seen it, because I've never seen Doctor Who. <laughs> I still need to change that, because I still kind of want to watch Doctor Who a little bit. Just a little bit, not a lot. No, but it went from... Wanting to read a bunch of Daredevil books when I was younger to just reading a shit ton of Punisher and then randomly getting into Nighthawk. And then it kind of just grew from there. And I didn't read comics much, strangely enough, till my junior year of high school. I was able to scrounge up a bunch of money with me and one of my buddies at the time. And we would always go to Hastings. And that's where we'd always buy our bunch of comics because they always had single issues and the graphic novels. One of the weirdest ones I found there was... Alright, so at Hastings forever ago, they used to, uh, at the one we had in Junction anyway, they did uh, Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments to like play Yu-Gi-Oh and whatnot. That's what got me back into playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Boy. Yu-Gi-Boy. And like whatever leftover money I had from buying a couple packs of cards, I would buy a couple comics. I bought my own island off the money I made for inventing a <laughs> card game for children. Remember, Kyle, the fate of the world lies on this one kid playing a children's card game. No. It's not a kid. It's a child possessed by the ghost of a full-grown adult. Yep, that's right. That's the best way to put it. God, Who just way. so happens to be good at the game. And just so happens to fucking look like the kid. Yeah. But uh, one of the weirdest ones I found was, I believe it was, yeah, it was Ghostbusters meets Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that was a weird one. It was a Hastings exclusive. It was a weird one. I, I don't remember Hastings. much of it. I miss Hastings so much, actually. That's where I would always go to buy my comics. That's where I always went to buy my cards or my card sleeves. That's where I bought CDs all the time, too. Fuck. Yeah, me too. Fuck, rip Hastings, man. I actually really miss it. 
But kind of going into back a lot of the comic stuff too. Pouring uh, out for those we lost. Yep. Don't fucking. That's empty. Yep. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I did it. That that makes sense. Um, what other that's stuff? That's why I made this visual joke on an auditory. It's show. it's every fucking time you make a vi- you make a visual joke on the auditory version, and we're not even set up on YouTube yet. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, what have you been reading a lot lately, Kyle? Um, <laughs> Did you finish Sandman 9 and 10? I haven't yet. I haven't even started them yet. Really? I was going to, but then I got called back to work. So, mm. But um, I think my favorite comic line that I have been reading is Sandman. Neil Gaiman's just a great writer. Uh, he is such a good writer. He's a very, very... Um, he's a talented writer, too. I told you when I uh, upload the episodes and write the descriptions, mm-hmm. I got the way I write the descriptions based off how they start each... Uh, different chapter in the novel, right? In the graphic novels? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought just, I thought it was just another Kyleism. No, it was just a nod to... That's cool, actually. I really like that. That's actually pretty rad. Um, lately, I haven't been reading a whole lot else. Um, I'm trying to think. I bought Redlands, which is a image uh, image comic, and that one was pretty good from what I remember. Uh, Defenders is another good one, too. There was one... There was an image comic I really liked called Immortals. I've heard of Immortals. I heard Immortals it was, was really, really good. good. I heard Immortals was really good. I think the last like single issue I read, because so we have a comic store in town. They're called Top Five. They're really cool guys. Um, they also have their own podcast. So I I doubt they're gonna listen to this, but shout out to them anyway. <laughs> but I uh, went to their store and they had I'm trying to remember what it was. Forever ago, I read in a couple issues of uh. Ash versus the Army of Darkness of like one-off issues and then I guess they did another one like sometime last year I think I don't know like y- like the years on most of these but they did one that was on Bubba Hotep versus Ash from the Evil Dead do you know who Bubba Hotep is? No. Oh my god so of course Evil Dead is Bruce Campbell. Yes. So Bruce Campbell did another movie called Bubba Hotep and Bubba Hotep if I remember right don't at me on this but if I remember right, it's a guy who thinks he's possessed with the spirit of Elvis. And it's fucking Trump, amazing. And you're literally fucking <laughs> so wrong. You, you make me want to shoot myself and then you. No, but I read that one. And it was fun. It was fun for what it was. But you can tell it's just a nod to everything Bruce Campbell. But it was really good. Why yeah, don't a, you give him a nod? He's a good boy. Oh, no. He plays Elvis. Okay, never mind. He's not possessed by Elvis. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, an elderly man at the Shady Rest Retirement Home in East Texas is known... Blah, 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 blah. Okay, but he claims to be the real Elvis Presley. And then he has to, like, kick ass, of course, because it's fucking Bruce Campbell. Yeah. There is... I'm pretty sure that's a law. Like, you have to... If Bruce Campbell's in your movie, he has to kick ass. And then say some one-liners. Ah, they didn't do that in Sky High. They... Who was he in Sky High? He was the fucking gym teacher. Oh, fuck me! <laughs> Yeah, he was the gym teacher. Fuck me. Which is really funny because him and Kurt Russell were in Escape from L.A. Not Escape from New York. That was the first of the Escape from dot 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 movies. But he was they were in Escape from L.A. together. And they just like have a weird moment where they just look at each other. And every time I've seen Sky High, I'm like... Because I keep forgetting what happens in that movie because it's an old movie. But I watch it and I'm like, do they have a random part where they're in the same scene together? And they're not. And it makes me sad. But yeah, he was the gym teacher. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta masturbate on this. Zip. God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> also kind of going into the talk about uh, comic books, uh, what's one that you've read that's really stood out to you? One that I've read that's really stood out to me? Yes. One I can think of is uh, The Long Halloween, uh, the Batman story. Uh, I think it was Jeff or Joseph Loeb. I can't remember the names very well. But that was one they inspired a lot. They took a lot of inspiration uh, to The Dark Knight. Was that one and Parts of Batman Begins. But oh, Long Halloween is so good. That's a really good one. So is Year One. Batman Year One. Uh, Long Halloween. What's another really good one? Uh, Killing Joke was really good. Alan Moore is a fucking talented writer. Those are the ones I can think that like really stand out, that like stick out with me. I especially the Killing Joke. Batman comics. Killing I've Joke's really good. Decided that um, DC comic but. Comics are better than Marvel comics, though. They are, especially the newer ones. I still wasn't that hot on the when they did the New 52. Yeah. The but... New 52 wasn't bad. Uh, Batwoman wasn't bad. Um, when they uh, redid Detective Comics and when they did uh, Batman and Robin, where it was uh, Batman and uh, Damian Wayne as Robin, some of those were pretty good. Uh, which How one... do you feel about Damian Wayne as Robin? Because I've heard a lot of people just don't fucking like him. Uh, I don't hate. I don't hate. I Damian don't like Wayne. Damian Wayne. I don't. I don't mind Damian Wayne at He's all. He's a little honestly. fucking bastard. He is a little fucking well, bastard. I love him. That's why I love him too. <laughs> He's just a little shithead. When they did the uh, one of the animated movies where it was Batman versus Robin, yeah. and it was Damian Wayne. I like Damian Wayne in that one a lot. They did a really good job transferring him in that movie. Also weird because that one Weird Al was in that one too. Who was he in that one? He was the toy maker. <laughs> Fuck. We're just blowing Kyle's fucking mind today. Uh, that's all I'm doing. But what's one that you've read that's really stood out to you a lot? Um, I don't remember what the storyline's called because I I don't really pay attention to that kind of thing as much. Uh-huh. But it's like Constantine's most famous storyline. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Where I can't he remember. like accidentally damns a girl to hell. Yes. Yeah, that one. That's a good one actually. They do a really good job with Constantine just in general. Constantine alone is just really good. He's a he's really a, good character. He's a really good character. I love, I love uh, Constantine. How else in the '80s would you've gotten a bisexual superhero <laughs> <laughs> who's addicted to alcohol? <laughs> well, one of the other ones that I grew up uh, liking a lot too was Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is pretty cool. Not uh, Johnny Cage. I think that's his name. I can't remember his name. Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze, that's his name. Played by Nicolas Cage. Played by Nicolas Cage. Uh, <laughs> but the ones with the blue writer, what's his name? I don't remember. But you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Where he's kind of like the angel, though. Yeah. Yeah, those were always my favorite. Um, there was. With that character. They, they, Johnny Blaze. Somebody new again. Uh, I'm not surprised. I don't remember his name. I'm not surprised. But he drives though. a car. <laughs> it's not a bike. It's a car. It's not a horse. It's just a it's fucking a, car. It's just a fucking car. It's probably a Cadillac. No. It's like a Mustang or some shit. <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see it being just a Mustang. Uh, there's another really good one, too. Um, that's a Ghost Rider one, but I can't really remember. One I've always wanted to read was Hellboy from um, Dark Horse. I've heard Hellboy comics are really good. Mike Magnolia? I think that's his name, too. I don't remember. He's the guy who created it. Yeah. Uh, he's a good writer, too, from what I understand. Because I but, fucking loved the movies. Oh, the movies are great. Well, the first two movies. Well, they they have their own... They have the Guillermo del Toro touch. Yeah. So you can tell. Well, but Mr. Del Toro did a lot of really good things and also scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, my God. We're not talking about scary stories again, Kyle. Such a bad movie. Uh, you know what else was a bad movie that came out the same year? Hellboy 2019. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Poor... What's his name from Stranger Things? Uh, 
he's the best character in Stranger Things too. That's what I've been hearing, and when I finally watched it, he he's was actually good. a really good actor. He was good as Hellboy, but everything around him, like script wise, just was not good. Yeah. And it was very disappointing. I could see that. There are a lot of movies I was watching where it's like, oh, yeah, that the actor really did try. That kind of happens a lot if you think about it too. Kind of going back again to the idea of comic books, of like a bunch of comic book movies, because there's so fucking many of them out there. There are, and it's I, I'm kind of, I've kind of, uh, there goes my brain just fucking throwing itself off again. Brain editing problems. Yep. Shout out nod to the first episode. I'm kind of split on it, honestly. Like, I like if there's a lot of movies, but if they're really good, I don't care. But it's also kind of like, fuck, there's too many of these things coming out. So, my problem with a lot of, like, the MCU movies and whatnot now, mm-hmm. it just feels like I'm watching comic books. Yes. <laughs> like, there's a new one every fucking year. Yes. Yes, there is. Speaking of comic book movies, did you hear that Amber Heard got fired off of, uh... Aquaman? Yeah. For what? She beat the shit out of Johnny Depp. Did she really? And then uh, lied about Johnny Depp beating the shit out of her. Really? I didn't know that. Holy crap. Yeah, she lied about Johnny Depp being abusive and like almost ruined his career. She was the best part in Aquaman. <laughs> uh, false. Jason Momoa's titties. Almost seeing hers, man. Come on. Amber Heard's hot. Uh, yep, yeah, but now she's canceled. Ah, oh, fuck. So who are they going to well get? Well-deserved. No, care. no, no, I agree. No, no, that's well-deserved. If they want somebody who looks kind of like her, they have a, what's her name from Forest Girl and... I don't uh, know. Glow. I think she should be, she could be good. I can see that. I can see that as well. But one of my other, like, really early, like, uh, memories I can remember about, like, well, just comics, comic books and comic book movies in general was... I never saw it in the theaters, but tell me you remember the Fantastic Four movie. I saw it in theaters. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's not a good movie. Nope, but I loved it when I was a kid. Oh, same. I had the Mr. Fantastic little action figure and oh, everything. Thing. Oh, yeah, the thing one. I had the I had uh, the Human Torch one, and I had the Mr. Fantastic one, but he didn't stretch, but you had to put on the arm part that didn't stretch <laughs> on the head. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, my little elementary school mind was just, this is some fucking bullshit. The Human Torch was my favorite superhero for a very long time after that movie came out. Okay, I'll say this. Chris Evans is still a good actor. He's a really good actor. He's a really good actor. He was good in that. He put so much charm into it. He did. I liked um, the guy who was the thing in that one. Yeah, he's a good actor, too. Yeah, he is. He he specifically asked for a suit and not CG. Yeah. Which I can respect that. So they did that with Silver Surfer, too. Yeah. Silver they? Surfer wasn't CG. Really? I mean, some of it was. Like, the shininess of it was, obviously. Want to know something really funny about that as well? The huh. guy who was Silver, Sol- Silver Surfer was Abe Sapien. Yeah. And he was also in a bunch of other movies where he was like that guy in the suits. Yeah, but they were um, they were talking. I guess I, I was watching a uh, like behind the scenes a thing. commentary for it. Mm-hmm. And I guess the guy who played the thing and the guy who was him like bonded over the fact that they had to be there first thing in the morning for <laughs> four hours of makeup. I can see it. Also, something really funny too. Brian Posehn was in Rise of Silver Surfer too. Who was he in Rise of Silver Surfer? You know at the end where they get married? Yeah. He was the guy who was marrying them. Fuck, you're right! <laughs> Brian Posehn's also really good at writing He's in everything. Too. Yeah, he pretty much is. He was in The Mandalorian last year. Uh, he was... Uh, he was in the new Ice Sign Kills album. No, he wasn't. He didn't actually say anything or do anything. He was just present in the recording. <laughs> he's Hell, he's sitting to my left right now. <laughs> actually, you're sitting to my left. I'm, I'm sitting to my left. No, but uh, Brian Posehn's done a bunch of metal stuff, too. Um, he was... 
Otto in Symbiotic Titan. I knew that. I still miss I that show. I love that show. I love that show, too. That's one I've always wished there was, like, a continuation, like, in a comic form, too. Yeah. Like, I can see it gelling out really well with something like that. But that's one I miss a lot. I'm trying to remember... But, yeah, Brian Posehn's done a lot of good stuff for comics, too. He's done a, a couple runs for uh, Deadpool, and I have the first volume of that uh, Dead Presidents, and that one's a lot of funny. Is a it? A lot of funny. It's mm-hmm. a lot of funny? It's a lot of funny. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and it's funny. But it's a really good one, too. You, you can tell with someone like him, he's really good at writing for Deadpool. Yeah. Another person I really like a lot of their work, well, I'm still kind of iffy on some of it, is uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith? Yeah. He did a lot for uh, Green Hornet. Did he really? Yeah, he did a lot of... When Dynamite got oh. hands of uh, Green Hornet, he was the writer for it. He was also supposed to direct... You remember that one uh, Seth Rogen <laughs> Green Hornet movie? Yeah. He was supposed to direct that in like 2004. Really? Yeah, it was in production hell for a long so time. So wait, you're telling me Kevin Smith almost directed Superman and Green Hornet? Yes. <laughs> But was the reason that uh, Green Hornet was in development hell was because the car was supposed to turn into a giant spider. <laughs> Watch the evening with Kevin Smith to get that fucking joke. No, but uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to be the Green Hornet. Fuck. Yeah, like early Jake Gyllenhaal. This was like 04, like 03, 04. Like almost Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's exactly Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal. That but, wouldn't have been a good fit. Uh, not really, no. And it was supposed to be like this, like kind of like darker story that was kind of go with it, but it was still supposed to be fun. But he backed out, and then they brought in, you know, Seth Rogen, and I still thought that movie was okay. Uh, I think Seth Rogen did a really good job at it. I think so too. Um, especially since the original Green Hornet, it wasn't a comic book first; it was a TV show first. Yes. And the TV show was just like camp. Yes, it was similar total to camp. how the A Team was. Well, it was the eighties, but it was the sixties. What kind of world do I live in? I don't fucking know. I swear to God, I'm from an alternate. That's right, because of fucking Bruce Lee. Yep, Bruce Lee was in it, yeah, because Bruce Lee died in 73. Well, that's right, it was the fucking... Because they did a cross... That was a central point. That was an essential point in Once Upon a Time in L.A. What the fuck am I... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, what the fuck fuck world do I live in? Yeah, I'm confused what fucking world you live in right now, because every time I say words, you're just like, what the fuck? I've got a residual high left over from yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna lie. But yeah, no, he was supposed to make that one. No, but uh, he's done a couple... uh, He's done some Green Hornet stuff, which is good. He did a run for Daredevil that I heard was good. He did two separate ones for Batman. He did Cacophony and The Widening Gyre. Were they good? Uh, I have Cacophony. Cacophony was really good. The only thing I wasn't the biggest fan of with it, and this is the only one I can think of with something like this, where I wasn't like 100% down with like the artwork. Because... Yeah, but that's not on Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's not on him. <laughs> you can tell the writing is there, like for sure, because Kevin Smith's a good writer. But artwork kind of threw me off because it was done by... Uh, what's his name? Walt Flanagan. It's done by Walt Disney. <laughs> it was done by Walt Disney. No, it was Walt Flanagan, who... Uh, he's buddies with Kevin Smith, and he owns Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash up in New Jersey, which is his comic book shop. So, and he's he's not a bad artist. It's just some of it just didn't work out really well. They created a new character for Cacophony, and I thought it worked really well. Who did they create? I can't remember his name, but he reminds me of, and I can't remember what sh- what anime it was. But you know that orange mask with the one eye hole? That's Naruto. That's what it kind of reminded me of. <laughs> It's been a minute since I've seen it. I've read it, but that's what it, that's all I can think of. I could be wrong. The Widening Gyre I heard was really bad because there's a random part in it where he just where Batman just randomly pisses himself, 
and he's not drunk or anything. He just randomly pisses himself. I like to assume Batman's constantly pissing himself. <laughs> not like as an intimidation technique, just because like when you're fighting crime, you don't, you can't like. Hold on. Hold on, gotta I gotta piss. piss. He's just pissing. He probably drinks a lot of coffee. Probably. I don't know. I Batman mean, seems really fit. He he has like a he has a full day job, right? He runs a fucking company. Yes. And on top of that, he's also Batman. When does he fucking sleep? Exactly. He just has to chug coffee. He's going to die because of lack of sleep. Yeah. And the caffeine overload, probably. Probably. His heart's going to explode. Oh, yeah. It's going to fucking explode for sure. But. Yeah, Wendy Gyre, I heard, wasn't that great. But that was mainly that one. Why did he piss himself? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He just randomly pisses himself. That's all I remember from that. I read a little bit from that, and I was like, cool, I'm not reading this. I still want to read his Daredevil. Uh, I own a couple of his uh, Green Hornet issues, and they were they're, they're a lot of fun. They're in tone with the uh, the '60s show. He also did a run, uh, I think it was a while ago, where he wrote like a crossover of the Batman '66 meets the Green Hornet, which he's the perfect fit for that. Yeah, because he worships both those shows. I've actually heard of that. I heard it was really good. I didn't too. know that he was the one who wrote it though. He was one of the writers. Yeah. Huh. Because he did a little bit for Batman 66 because there was Detective Comics, there was regular Batman, and there was uh, Batman and Robin. There were too many separate Batman series going on when they did the New 52 that I didn't like. But when they did Batman 66, it worked because they wrote it as if it was, you know, the 66 Batman. Yeah. And then when they did the crossover with Green Hornet, I heard that worked really well. So that was one I was always wanting to read. I just never got around to do it. But one of my favorite... It's not really a Batman story. It's, you know, a Joker story, but it's uh, uh, Death of the Family. Not a death in the family, but Death of the Family. Kind of like nods to that name. Uh, that's the one where Joker cuts his fucking face off. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Wouldn't you cut your face off if you could? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, and they kept alluding it like a bunch, like throughout most of like the other arcs in the New 52. Like, hey, the Joker's coming, the Joker's coming, blah, blah, blah. But when it shows him, and there's random parts where he would take, like, his, like, sewn-off face and just randomly flip it upside down so you see his mouth through his eyes. It's fucking creepy. And there's, and it ties into a bunch of other series. One of the ones I remember was it tied into Catwoman. Well, the first one was Detective Comics, then Catwoman. Then it had a couple with Red Hood and the Teen Titans. And then it concluded with uh, one of the regular Batman uh, series. But the one in Catwoman was really fucked up because he just straps a bomb to a random little girl. And he's like, all right, 10 seconds. What the hell are you going to do? <laughs> and so she looks at the clock and then the thing just goes off. And he's like, you couldn't save her, could you? I knew you fucking couldn't. And then he like gives her like a special like Catwoman suit. And then she takes it off and it just has a bunch of random like bat symbols and ha ha ha's all over. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. And then there's a funny part at the end. Spoilers, by the way. There's a funny part at the end where he has everybody. He has Batwoman, Bat, uh, I think Batgirl, uh, some of the other Robins and Red Hood, and Batman sitting at like a table, and they're all like strapped down. And there's a bunch of what are those things called? Like to serve food. It has the thing over the platters? it. Platters. Yeah, the platters. Yeah, he had. The, yeah, there's a bunch of platters in front of everybody, and he pulls the lids off of all of them, and it shows all their faces. So we cut off everyone's face. But he actually didn't. And Batman had a chance to, like, knock him off a fucking cliff, and he didn't. Which, that's always been a 
continuous like argument there, like should Batman kill the Joker? Blah 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 blah. It's not in his morals too, but at the same time, they kind of allude to it in the Killing Joke too, where it's like he's just gonna keep getting free. Yeah, he's gonna keep doing fuck more fucked up shit. Mr. Freeze ain't out there killing people all the time. Penguin's not out to kill people. Well, depending on what fucking version of it. If you're talking Batman Returns Penguin, yeah, he's a fucking crazy asshole. Well, yeah, Batman Returns was just Danny DeVito. Batman Returns was good. Danny DeVito wasn't actually supposed to be in that movie. Danny DeVito just happened to be in that movie. Like, he just showed up on set and started causing problems and calling himself the Penguin, and it just worked out. (laughs) And they they just started filming him doing shit. Like, he actually bit that dude's nose off. I don't care what anyone says. I fucking love that movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not the best, uh, but I like it as... It's weird, because with that one, I like it about uh, almost, as about, almost about as much as I like Batman Forever, which sounds really weird. Uh, I like that one more than like Batman Forever. I mean, it's it's better than Batman Forever, but I kind of look at them both as, as... The only thing I want out of life is a good um, Batman movie where they have a good version of the Riddler. That's fair. There was going to be one forever ago with, uh, they wanted to get like, it might have been like a rumor or something going around before Dark Knight Rises, but they wanted to do one with Johnny Depp. I heard that. Which I'm still kind of iffy on because I like Johnny Depp. He's a good actor, but most of the time, like if you watched a lot of his stuff, like post Pirates of the Caribbean, that's all he acted like. That's why I didn't like him in Lone Ranger. You know uh, who I think would be a good Riddler? Who do you think? Um, Killian Murphy. I can see it if he wasn't Scarecrow. Yeah, which I, mean, I can totally see Scarecrow. It. But yeah, I feel like he was a good Scarecrow too. Don't you? He, he was a really good Scarecrow. You know who they actually wanted to get in Batman and Robin to be Mr. Freeze? Who? Uh, Patrick Stewart. He would have been a good one. He would have been a really good one. He looks just like him. He, he looks does. like the guy from the '60s show. He looks like the guy from the fucking cartoon. He does actually. I think that's why they wanted to get him for it, but they just wanted to make it fucking stupid, and that's why he got fucking ice puns and ass. The movie. I love that movie still though. It's so it's 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 so bad it's good. It's so bad it's good. That's what it is. Honestly, honestly though, George Clooney was a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yes. He George, was a good George Clooney is Bruce Wayne. He is a good Bruce Wayne. Insanely rich and just full of charm. Yes. That's what Bruce Wayne is and then Batman the animated series. We just haven't had a good Batman. Ah, <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton's still the best Batman if you ask. I mean, me. yeah, but Michael Keaton's still not Batman. He's a better Bruce Wayne. He he's another one. Everybody did a better job playing Bruce Wayne than I think Batman. I can see that. As much as I still like Christian Bale, his Batman voice was really annoying. Yeah. Um But I I, can, I think I can um, understand why they did that though. I think Ben Affleck did a pretty good job playing Batman over Bruce Wayne. He looked like he from, he did, from what I saw from it, he was still good as Bruce Wayne. He was still good as Bruce Wayne. It still wasn't like he you, was, you have to do better as Batman though it's weird though because if you think about it playing Batman is really difficult because you have to knock you have to get down you have to get down two separate characters yeah two separate characters there's Bruce Wayne the rich guy who's the rich charmer and then you have to have Batman who's who's, dark and brooding and kind of a dick yes you have to find someone you can't Michael Keaton was kind of close enough to do it a little bit but Michael Keaton still sounded like Michael Keaton that's my thing with Michael Keaton when you're watching Michael Keaton, you can't get over the fact that he, that's still Beetlejuice. Yes. And he's always going to have that kind of goofiness to him. Like when, like He did a really good job in, in Homecoming, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he was really good at Homecoming, but that's also because oh, he's gotten older. Speaking of, did you hear who they're going to get to play Morbius? Who's going to be Morbius? 
Who? Tell me. Who? Who? I'm sounding like a fucking owl now. Who? 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 Jared Leto. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I think he could do a good job, actually. Uh, he wasn't a good joker. He could have been. He could have been a good joker. Speaking of Jared Leto, <laughs> did you hear about his cult? <laughs> God, that wouldn't surprise me if he has a fucking cult. He does. What's his cult? I didn't know about this. They ha- they're on their own private island right now. Oh, my God. They call him the savior. Oh, my God. We need to go join this cult. <laughs> <laughs> That's what me and John have been saying. <laughs> Let's go meet Jared Leto. Hey, Let's guys, go be in Jared Leto's cult. I don't necessarily want I, for one... Jared, I'm ready to admit Jared Leto's my savior. <laughs> I don't... No, I don't want to join this cult. I just want to meet Jared Leto. Meet the Joker? Or uh, Paul Allen from American Psycho. Hey, Paul! You just fucking bury an axe in his chest. Oh, God. He would rise in three days, Trell. What? He would rise in three days after you kill him. Because you know why? Why? Because he's the motherfucking savior. God, Kyle. That's awful. Speaking about that, um, Suicide Squad, not good. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> no. I'm still kind of iffy. I was kind of excited for some of the people they casted, though. I was like, yeah. I, st- I still don't like Will Smith that much as an actor. I was I saw Will Smith as, and I was like, okay. He has like he... the potential to have been a good Deadshot. Yeah, I agree. Because he could be a good actor. Can. It's not a comic book movie, but it's a superhero movie. Um, Hancock was really good. He was, yeah, he could be a good, serious actor. Yes. And I feel like... It's he also didn't want to be Deadshot though. I can feel I so this is how I kind of feel how it went with Suicide Squad. It didn't necessarily feel like it was it might have just been written poorly beforehand, but I also kind of get like a little bit of uh like studio interference. Oh, it was definitely it. mostly you could definitely tell that the directors wanted to go somewhere and the writers wanted to go somewhere with it. It was written and directed by the same guy. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Cool. So you could tell who was it? Uh, David Ayer. It was the same guy who wrote Fury. Huh. And directed Fury. You could tell you wanted to go somewhere with it, though, you know? It just felt like studio notes. But, like... like, Just, like, thrown all over the place. Because, um, what's her name? The Enchantress. Enchantress? Yeah. She could have been a good character. Yes. Um, I really like... What's her name? The person who played her. Cara Delevingne? Yeah. She's a good actress. Valerian, the other comic book movie she was in, wasn't good either. No. Valerian was awful. It was never meant to be good. No. <laughs> I heard the novel was okay, but, like, kind of going into that, like, no. No, Suicide Squad had potential. Batman v Superman had potential. Batman v Suicide... Batman vs. Superman had no potential, in my mind. I don't know. I still was kind of... The comic they were going off of was good. Where they fought Doomsday? No, no, it was no, it was a mix. They combined too many. They combined if, the death of Superman. They combined uh, too many elements of like Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, if they just stuck to Dark Knight Returns, it would have been a good movie. I don't think they should have done Dark Knight Returns necessarily. Like have that kind of feel, but not necessarily, of course, be like, hey, it's an older Bruce Wayne. But well, like, that's what they were going for. They were going for older Bruce Wayne. They but, probably but, figured, but um, not like retired Bruce yeah. Wayne, like in Dark Knight Returns, and the teenager running around as Robin and shit like that. They weren't doing that. Um, Those are actually really good animated movies too. Oh, um, did you hear who they got to play Batman again? Uh, Ro- Robert Pattinson. Yeah, 
I'm actually down for that. I am too. Robert Pattinson is actually a really good actor. He is. So he has the baggage of being that asshole from Twilight, which I kind of feel bad for. But at the same time, he was really fucking good at Harry Potter. He, he was really good in Harry Potter and Dinner for Elephants I heard he was amazing in. Water for Elephants? That's what I said. You said Dinner for Elephants. Shut up. <laughs> Water for Elephants I actually heard was really good. I heard, I haven't seen it. I heard that was really good. Uh, one of something really funny. I heard he was really good in The Lighthouse. Yeah, Lighthouse I heard was really good too. Well, he's with Willem Dafoe, so I can kind of see yeah. like getting like acting nods from the fucking Green Goblin. Yeah. Well, oh, Willem Dafoe is an amazing actor. Also, we got to talk about those movies too really quick too as well. But going back to Robert Pattinson, he was in a movie called, called uh, Cosmopolis that was directed by... Oh god, what's his name? David Cronenberg. Really? It's not like a horror movie though. Really? It's like a like a drama of some kind. But I heard he was really good in it though. So and that's weird coming from fucking Cronenberg making like a drama. Also, hold up, hold up. Cronenberg's first name is, is David. David? <laughs> <laughs> that really shocked me on that episode. I remember that. I was like, wait. It wasn't Cronenberg. I was expecting like Hansel Vaughn. <laughs> Hansel Vaughn Cronenberg. <laughs> but going back to Spider-Man. So, okay, so this is weird coming so from So Spider-Man is another one of those characters where you have to play two different people when you play them. Exactly. You uh, have to play Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Kind of going off of that as well, I was never the biggest fan of, like, a lot of the early comics. I still really hate One More Day. One More Day? One More Day. Do you, did, I, did I ever tell you what that one yeah, was? Yeah, that's the one where he sells his marriage to Satan. Yeah, to fucking Mephisto. And do- fucking Doctor Strange is like, sorry, bro, I can't help your grandma. I mean, she's fucking dying because she got shot in Civil War. Sorry, bro, I can't help you. I mean, I'm only a uh, award-winning surgeon. And, you know, the master... I can fucking make time I play can, dead. I can control time and the forces of magic, but... No, okay, so going on that, too, my fa- one of my favorite bad parts in that whole story is, no, man, I can't help you and your grandma, I'm sorry. Your but, poor dying aunt. Yeah, your poor dying aunt, but... Oh, no, she got shot. But he can make Peter go into different places in the world at the same time, splitting up in the multiple Peter Parkers, goes to see fucking Doctor Doom, goes to see fucking Black Panther, who's got fucking vibranium, by the way, and he's like, sorry, bro, I can't help you. Welcome back to Recently Redeceased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a, we had a little small... Uh, we had a short recess. Yes, but it's all good now. So, Spider-Man. Um, what are we going to say about Spider-Man, Steve? We don't like his current comics. His semen's radioactive. By the way, <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Tanner's uh, been here the whole time. He just hasn't talked. I've been in spectator mode. Uh, now he's in God mode. It takes so much. En- <laughs> it takes so much energy to manifest myself. As a you only use like four percent of your power. Yeah, that's how it works. I'm speaking from a box of Cheez-Its right now. <laughs> Donnie's Cheez-Its, to be specific. Yes, Donnie's Cheez-Its. No, but there's a lot of Spider-Man arcs that I'm not the biggest fan of. Like, what was the ones I was saying? One more day. Maximum clonage wasn't good. Power and responsibility wasn't good, and a lot of the other ones that they were doing. Haven't been good. But the movies have been okay. Kind of going from, like, the early Spider-Man movies. I liked... I like their villains a lot. Spider-Man has good villains. He's got the best rogues gallery. As Mysterio much as I, is my favorite villain of all time. I can see that. I think Jake Gyllenhaal did a pretty okay job at it. That's like the five millionth time we've brought up Jake Gyllenhaal um, <laughs> as Mysterio. I'm kind of wondering... Uh, I know it's a different studio, but uh, they're starting to bring Carnage into the Venom universe that's starting up. I wonder if they're going to ever have any crossover 
with those characters? Um, I think they're in talks to have Spider-Man, the Spider-Man from the Marvel movies, join in to this Venom universe. I think so. Somehow. That sounds about right. Um, that was the deal uh, Sony made with Disney, is that it's the same Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm still kind of torn between like the multiple universes. I don't like it, but... I'm... I think it doesn't matter as long as they're good. Like, Into the Spider-Verse was great. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Uh, I brought it up on the first episode. Joker, fucking amazing movie. I think as long as they're done well, I don't think it should matter. But I see where you're coming from on that, though. Yeah, I I don't like how many universes there are in movies now. Mm -hmm. I feel like... There's a Godzilla universe now. They're bringing up too many universes. The horror universe with the mummy. The Invisible Man, the newest one I heard was actually really good. I heard it was really good, too. Really? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I heard that one was really good. But no, kind of turning everything to, like, its own big universe doesn't really work out. I feel like saturating the movie industry with that, it'll get really hard for, like, smaller, mo- more, like, artistic one-off movies to mm-hmm. get made. I can see that. I can and see that for those sure. those are the movies that are good. <laughs> yeah, it's just hard to get those large studios to invest into something that's like that solo project like that. It's because uh, it's a gamble, you know? Yeah. Those mm-hmm. big, like, large titles like the Marvel Universe, they know it works because they already have the proof. Yeah. You know, yes. they can keep popping them out and people keep spending money on them because it's a safe bet. The same thing with remakes. Yeah. That's why, bro, we were completely oversaturated with them. I don't know, and I'm the same way with remakes, too. As long as they're good, it doesn't. I don't think it should matter. Because I'm still that one guy that really liked the Child's Play remake. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was really good. I haven't seen that one. Mark Hamill's uh, Chucky. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought it was really good. It does a good twist into, like, modern technology and stuff like that. He's not a possessed doll. He's essentially just a broken doll from Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of people didn't like that, though. I didn't mind it. I thought it made sense. Uh, it had really good characters. Um, Chucky worked really well, but that's all I kind of went into it. It had some really cool kills. Some dude gets his head smashed through a watermelon and gets run over with one of those fucking... It's not a lawnmower. No, no, it was a lawnmower. Never mind. I'm fucking stupid. (laughs) It's not a lawnmower, but it's one of those things you use to mow the lawn. (laughs) Kyle, you used to work at a tractor supply. What is it called? (laughs) Yeah, it was a lawnmower or it was a tractor. I don't remember, but it was a cool kill. And then, like, he kills a chick with, like, a smart car. It was actually really badass. But I thought it was good. But, yeah, I'm still in the opinion of as long as they're good, it shouldn't matter. But I, I get where it's coming from with, like, too many remakes and too many, like, separate universes and stuff like that. Also, the Venom movie wasn't even that good. I didn't like it that much, honestly. The... I'm trying to remember what else it was in there, too. What's his name? Tom Hardy? Yeah. He, he was good in it. I like Tom Hardy as an actor. He, he was really good in it. Uh, I liked him as Bane, even though it was really funny. Yes, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was a goofy interpretation. But. <laughs> yes, it was. If they did a serious interpretation with Tom Hardy, I think it could also be good. Yes, I agree. Because he put on like 20 <laughs> extra... He put, it, he put on like 20 extra pounds of muscle just to play Bane. Army. That's <laughs> what it was. That's what that kind of that uh, Christopher Nolan Batman's did is try to branch away from the 
goofy character character <laughs> The, uh, the you know those like the silly parts of I can't say that word today. I can say it just fine. Caricatures. But but you get what I mean. There's like that goofiness, you know, like when you see with Mister Freeze or Penguin back in those older movies that they're trying to kind of get away from and have that more darker kind of grounded approach to their movies, like more a more realistic approach. Yeah, exactly. Which. I felt like they kind of worked in that, but I don't know. I really great. liked The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was a really good movie. Oh, it was great. Batman Begins was really good, too. We were just Liam talking about Neeson. that one as well. Yeah, he was really good in that one, too. I'm trying to think of like any other like really bad ones, like any other really bad comic book movies I've seen. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Amazing. Fan-four-stick. <laughs> First of all, I have a question for you okay. What's about the Fantastic Four, since we're there now. Because I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when Mr. Fantastic's having sex, do you think he ties his dick into, like, a lasso and just throws it over <laughs> that invisible bitch and just lures her in? Yes. I do. Have you ever seen Mallrats? Because they have the same <laughs> conversation about Superman and Mallrats. <laughs> Does he have to wear a kryptonite condom to have sex? Because if he shoots a load in the lowest lane, he'll blow through her like a shotgun. <laughs> okay, so in the current comic book continuity... Superman and Lois Lane have a kid that's half Kryptonian. How bad must have that have fucking hurt every time the kid kicked her? Where did the dog come from? You know, like also the Krypton, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it had the same fucking backstory. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to start asking those farmers that live next to him some questions about their dogs. He fucked a hole in the side of the building, and now the building's just off fucking ground right now. <laughs> Well, it's also weird when you think about stuff like that, too, because back in the 50s, when they added Crypto and a lot of those other characters, they were trying to go for, like, that kid-friendly market, too. But let's also not forget, in the 40s, when they had the really racist propaganda comics, Yeah. where there's one that actually has a sign on it that says, Superman says it's okay to slap a jab. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Superman beat up the Ku Klux Klan, okay? Yeah, he did, actually. And there's also the ones where it was uh, Daredevil versus the Claw. <laughs> and I hate using those words because they're really fucked up, but that's what they said. But, yeah, I know the Superman slap a jap one, that one was weird. <laughs> and all the other Daredevil ones. And that was, like, pre-Daredevil. That was when he had the yellow suit. <laughs> so it just looked weird. Yeah, Daredevil versus the Claw. Super, uh, No, Captain America punching Hitler. Those have become iconic, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they don't do any fucking stupid propaganda comics like that except they did it in Holy Terror but Holy Terror was just god awful Holy Terror was uh, Frank Miller really? it was meant to it, it was meant to be a separate Batman story called Holy Terror Batman but there was a book that came out in the 90s called Batman Holy Terror oh so they were like oh shit <laughs> so he just wrote it as like a one off series about this guy thinking every uh, Every person who lives in the Middle East is a fucking terrorist and just, just tries to kill everybody. It's <laughs> so fucking stupid. Sorry, that's not funny. No, it's not funny, but Frank Miller's a fucking racist. Yeah. This is also the same man who wrote All-Star Batman and Robin and had Batman call Robin uh, retarded and tried to force him to eat live rats. Good. Yeah, Good where man. I find half these, I don't fucking know. I'm also a Frank Miller fan, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, he wrote 300. He's done some good stuff. He did Watchmen. Yeah. No, he didn't do Watchmen. He did 300. He did Sin City. I don't know why I mixed that one up with Watchmen, but yeah. he did Oh, you know, they completely made... Completely different. Yeah. Alan Moore <laughs> They did made subpar yeah. movies about both. I don't know. V for Vendetta was really good, but that was also Alan Moore. I liked V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. The book was better. I the, forget it's based movie. off of a book. Yeah. The comic was really good, but I liked the movie. The movie, the movie was, was good. good. Yeah. Watchmen was an okay movie, but that was also Zack Snyder. But you never know what you're going to get with Zack Snyder. You could get Man of Steel. He's been striking out with his uh, superhero <laughs> movies lately. I don't know. He did 300. 300 wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah, That's... he did 300. He did Watchmen. Oh, God. He did fucking Sucker Punch, which is a fucking awful movie. Sucker Punch was so bad. That's how I imagine the Birds of Prey movie is. It just feels... I saw the trailers for it, and I was like, hey, it's Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still really want to see it because I hope they do blast. I, I I haven't heard anything on it, but I hope they do Black Mask really good at it though. I, I heard, heard Black Mask was the only good part about yeah. it, which doesn't surprise me because it's fucking it's Ewan, Ewan McGregor. McGregor. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Like I blocked that out of my mind. I didn't want to imagine somebody that great could stoop himself so low to be in a fucking DC movie. Yeah. Yeah. Although Aquaman was really good, I Wonder Woman Aquaman. was really good. I'm still kind of sad with all the stuff going on that we're gonna miss eighty four. The only weird... They're not canceling it. They're just pushing it back. Yeah, they just pushed it back. The only thing about Wonder Woman is that I can't picture um, Chris Pine as anything other than Captain Kirk in my mind at this point. I can see it. It's just Especially weird in another sci-fi movie franchise. I'm like, that's fucking Captain Kirk. Yeah. Well, it's weird, too. They're definitely going to send him into space, and I'll be like, well, fucking Captain Kirk. It's really weird, though, because he's supposed to be the son of the dude she banged. <laughs> I know. And she's just going to fall in love with him. And I'm like, this is going to be fucking weird. It's a little strange. <laughs> it's very strange. Although I am really excited for what they're going to do with the new uh, Doctor Strange movie, though. It's, it's just going to be a fucking horror movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm beyond excited about that. And New, and, uh, new Mutants, I think was what it was called. Yeah, yeah, I've heard... I heard iffy things on it. Yeah, like early before releases, it came out. yeah. I still yeah. want to see it, though. They're That's planning a... on using that to put the X-Men in the MCU now. Which I can see. But, I don't know. Um, one of the people from Game of Thrones is in it. Oh, yeah, I remember you were telling me about that. Yeah, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Macy Williams. Macy yeah. Williams, that's right. And I liked Game of Thrones. I liked most of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Except you haven't seen season eight yet. I'm not ready for it to get ruined for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to lose that. Spoiler alert, people die. Spoiler alert. I know everything that happens in it. Oh, do you? But I'm not ready to watch it happen. Like, ugh. Where uh, Jon Snow kills Daenerys. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, her. that's weird. Yeah, that's that was weird. weird. She's his aunt. <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't that just what Game of Thrones? Oh shit! Is most sorry, of the time? spoilers. <laughs> I forgot you were watching that. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole! Fuck <laughs> off! I was very careful about making sure you didn't get that spoiler, too. It's okay. I don't care about spoilers. That's why the whole time we were watching Game of Thrones, I was like, just fucking tell me. I don't well, give a shit. So, we were watching Game of Thrones when he lived here, and I was very careful about the spoiler. big whole who Jon Snow's mother thing was. I was very careful about making sure that Jon Snow's real mother never got revealed to Tyrell until the very moment. So, I could see that, oh my god, look on his face. I just accidentally spoiled it for him. Yeah, Oops. that's fine. I don't care. They didn't do any kind of like comic adaptations of Game of Thrones, did they? Um, they, did. they released a comic based off the first book. Oh, that's cool. I didn't like the art in it. Oh, that's fair. And I owned the first book. Why would I buy it a second time? That's understandable. As the person who bought Skyrim three times. 
That's understandable, though. I'm trying to think of, like, what other, like... <laughs> sucking Bethesda's dick at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Most people have, anyway. I'm really looking forward to the new, uh... Elder Scrolls? Yeah. What are some other, like, like pre-Marvel like like Cinematic Universe movies? Oh, my God. Fucking Spirit of Vengeance. I fucking love that movie so much. I love both. The first one's not as funny, though. It's not? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Peter Fonda was really good as the devil. He was really good, was. And, so was, and so was Sam Elliott as the other ghostwriter guy. Sam Elliott's good in most things. He is. Except in Frogs. He wasn't good in Frogs. I heard that uh, that one movie he did, where it's like the man who killed Hitler and also Bigfoot, wasn't as good as it seems like it should be. Oh, I still want to see that. I heard it's a lot more serious than what people expected from the yeah. title. Yeah, because that's, 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 that's not a serious title. It's not. It's ridiculous. It's. I still want to watch it, though. Yeah. Have you watched that show Preacher that was on? Um, um, I've been trying, trying, but... I've heard that's a really good book, too. I haven't gotten into well, it yet. I've heard a lot of good things about the show as well as the comic. Yeah, I finished the show recently. I kind of binge-watched it during the quarantine. Yeah. And uh, I like it a lot. It's re- it's ridiculous. Yeah. You it's know, produced it, by Seth Rogen. It is. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rogen does do some pretty good stuff uh, production-wise. Green Hornet. <laughs> Production-wise. Green Hornet. <laughs> was he a producer on Green Hornet? I don't know. <laughs> I know James Franco had something to do with that movie, too, because he was in, like, the, you know, the first ten minutes. Um, of course James Franco had something to do with that movie. Seth Rogen had something to do with that movie. Except James Franco wasn't in The Lion King. <laughs> Which, fuck that movie. Oh, the, to new, th- the new one? Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Well. Kind of go off of it, too. Um, CG, like, top-notch. It's re- like, CGI is really good. Um, the stuff they changed made no sense. Would you call it a uh, live-action movie, though? No. Thank you. Yeah, it's Would not live-action. Would you live call action. it a live-action movie? No, because it's all computer-animated. No. It looks live-action, but it's not live-action. You just put animation in, like, actual landscapes? Like, yeah. They just went out to the Serengeti and just did some footage, <laughs> and then just had... They just put... No, it's Animated not. Animals. No, yeah. no, it's not the Disney classic dinosaur. They didn't do that. They, it's all CG, just everything. Oh, like, they land- CG the landscapes too. As far as I know, yeah, because it looks really good. I'm, I'll, I'll give it that. It looks really good. But no, they didn't do the dinosaur thing where they just literally took like a helicopter and just like filmed a bunch of random locations and were just like, mm, slap some dinosaurs on That's that. Weird ass movie. What dinosaur? Yeah, I love that movie still. I don't care what anyone says. I still love it. What, um, what books do you think they should turn into movies? I think that's another really good one. So they haven't been turned into. I don't know yet. about movies, but I would definitely watch a fucking Darkhawk TV show. Oh, I would too. Yeah, Darkhawk would be a really good show. They're trying to do something with Moon Knight. I, I want Moon Knight. I can see that. That'd be that'd yeah. be pretty. They're cool. they're trying their just their damnedest. They're basically Marvel's Batman clone, but still, yeah, it's still a cool character. I like Dark Knight or Moon Knight more than Batman. Because yeah. Moon Knight also has horrible schizophrenia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be pretty good, too, you know, in cinema, because mental illness is such a big topic yes. in, you know, in contemporary Did speaking. you guys watch uh, Jessica Jones? No. I did. No, uh, I, saw I really liked one, yeah. how Kristen Ritter played her mental... Played are, the mental are you going to talk about I got a little bit of a crush on her. I do, too. <laughs> is she pretty cute from what I've seen? Not uh, even going to lie. I even saw the pictures of her pregnant, I was like... I could be a stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you're not talking about your favorite show, though. Iron Fist. <sighs> oh, that one. That one was not it had, good. It had some rough spots. Like, they started to, like, dabble into getting good 
but they just never season did two it. was better. Well, oh yeah, that's it wasn't good, talking. but it was better. I still need to finish uh, Daredevil because I, I really like Daredevil. I like Daredevil. Daredevil. It's my favorite out of all of them. Yeah, uh, Daredevil, and I really liked Luke Cage too. I heard Luke Cage was really good. Didn't they do uh, Defenders and stuff like that? Yeah, the Defenders yeah. felt like I was watching Iron Fist again. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I can imagine. And then I heard Punisher was really good too. I haven't Punisher's watched Punisher yet. Good. I've heard that it's was a lot really bloodier. Good. I yeah. like well, I like the guy who they got to be the Punisher because he was Shane in The Walking Dead, and he was just a jackass in The Walking Dead. He did a really yeah. good job at Punisher when I was watching Daredevil. That's yeah, what I've heard. He did good. I liked the first season more than the second season of Punisher. Mm-hmm. That may be controversial, but there's a lot of little goofy things in their production because I feel like it was at the end of their run when it comes to uh, the. TV Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, at least a Netflix version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like there's a little bit of rush stuff. There's some goofy little things like uh, in like continuity. Like It See, definitely felt like they were trying to rush for the next movie release. Yeah. See, that's the thing I never got with like the Netflix series. Was it kind of kind of like with what you're saying too? It felt like it was its own universe. Yeah, but it it so in like canon, it was happening directly to the left. Of the MCU. Mm-hmm. So you'd hear shit like, oh my god, did you hear what fucking the Hulk did or whatever? And then you'd overhear that just be like, over here. So like, the first season of Daredevil, they're like, oh yeah, no, they just dropped an entire fucking city or whatever. And then that's all they mention of it. And then Daredevil's over here just fighting some people in a fucking alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, you knew that they were dropping a city. You know that happened. Yeah. And we know you had those abilities. Since you were a child, why didn't you do anything? <laughs> yeah, right. Like you should have been somewhere adjacent. Right. Is, it, isn't that kind of how Agents of Shield was too? Kind of. It felt mm. like it had a little bit more to do with the cinematic universe. Yeah, like yeah. it tied in better. Where the uh, Netflix stuff, they just barely, vaguely referenced it because they couldn't fully reference it. They didn't even say the Hulk. They said the big that, green yeah. guy. Who's stronger? Whatever. You were the big green guy. Yeah. It yeah. was the big green guy. Yeah. Oh, well, with the, the jolly green giant. <laughs> He's part of the MCU now. That's he weird. ate his peas. <laughs> I think one I would kind of like to see in like its own little series, and it's one I was telling you about. But it's uh, uh, kill. Uh, what was it? Killer be killed. Yeah. And that's another really good image one too. That one is fucking depressing as shit. It's literally about a guy who try who tries to jump off a building to kill himself. Death finds him and says. Hey, man, you're going to fight for me. <laughs> That's pretty much what it's all about. It's a really good one, too. I'd say that one, or if they took out a lot of the a little bit of the fluff that was in it, I would love to see a really good, no, a really, like, a great witch's show. Yeah? Based off of the Scott Snyder uh, story. That Scott was also, Snyder. <laughs> that was also an image uh, book as well. It got in, it was publicly endorsed by uh, Stephen King. Really? Yeah, and that's yeah, I saw that quote on the front of it and I was like, fuck it, I'll read it. And it's a really good it's a really good book. You know what I kinda wanna see a mini series on? What's that? Um the book The Immortals. Oh yeah, you were talking about that too. Yeah. So essentially what it is is just the people who find out that they can't die mm-hmm. at different points in history. So like the leader is kind of the first one, and she learned she couldn't die when she was a member of the fucking Roman Legion. Interesting. Aren't they making that into a movie? Are they making that into yeah, a movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. That'd be cool. Because I really like the story. I've heard Lucifer is a really good show, too. Um, Based off Sandman. Yes, it is based off Sandman. I've heard that one is pretty good, too. In the comics, the um, at least the way he was designed, like art-wise, 
mm-hmm. is based off David Bowie. This, I can uh, see that. Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. I actually really like the comics. I'm like most of the way through them. Yeah, like, the we, were saying, like we were saying comics. before, Neil Gaiman's a great writer. Oh, yeah, he is. Some of his, uh, I know he's done a couple other DC stuff too. I just can't remember what. I can't remember if he did a Batman or not, but I think he might have. I know uh, he created a bunch of characters that are considered, like, specifically for Sandman, mm-hmm. that are considered part of, like, major MCU timelines. Yeah, I think they're actually going to make Sandman into a show. I hope they do. I believe I heard that. I read that online somewhere. I would love that. One of my other favorite uh, uh, writers, especially for comics, is Paul Dini. He did a lot of work on uh, Batman the Animated Series. No, I like and he that. also created uh, the Harley character Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, he created her because for the show they were like, okay, so we want. They were like, Joker has to have a sidekick, and he's like, well, shit, okay. <laughs> so makes this character, but then he wrote the backstory for her in a comic, and then it got adapted into an episode <laughs> because it was that fucking good. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other ones he did for him, too. Um, he also wrote the companion comic to bridge the gap between Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. And it's a really good novel, too. It explains, essentially, how everyone got into the city. And it makes a lot of sense. And it follows up, like, like continuity-wise, it, like, works. It's really good. good. But Paul Dini's a really good writer. I liked the Arkham games. Arkham games are fun. We talked about that last time, too. Um, so one of the weird things with Paul Dini, before before I forget, this is going to sound really weird, I really wanted to see the Angelina Jolie Maleficent movie because there was I saw it on Wikipedia that someone had edited beforehand that said, written by Paul Dini. So I was like, huh, I want to fucking see this movie now. And I watched it, and I'm like, that's not fucking him. <laughs> and at the end it said, written by Jackoff. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But I was like... They baited me into seeing this fucking movie! That was Disney. <laughs> Disney wrote that. Disney wrote that shit. Walt Disney's ghost hacked <laughs> fucking Wikipedia just to get you to watch it. He's, I, he's I, the devil. Probably. <laughs> I do remember a lot of like the old uh, Disney comics, too. Like a lot of the older ones. Like a lot of the older Donald Duck and Goofy ones. You know what comics I grew up reading? Archie. I really liked the Archie comics when I was a kid. That's kind of why I want to watch Riverdale, too. Riverdale's not good. That's what I've heard, but I still kind of want to try it. There was never a time when Archie was that to be, fucking edgy. Yeah, I mean, like, be that the comics edgy. ended when he took a bullet for a gay guy. Yeah. And, and there was died. Also, there and was also the- died. Did you not know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Tanner's <laughs> face is like, I just told him God is real and is Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I told him that Donnie is the reincarnation of Jesus. He's just like, <laughs> there's also there's a, there, there, well there's also one where he meets the Punisher. Yeah, they did a lot of crossover comics. With but the Punisher team. one kind of made sense because it was making fun of him how kind of like weird it was. You know, it's a really good TV show based off of a comic book. What's that? The original Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's that's true. Actually, yeah, that's, that's just a, a really great show. One. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just a good show in yeah. general. Yeah, that's a cla- that's a staple of the '90s right there. Actually, have you watched a new remake? I uh, tried. I, I haven't seen it. it. I heard it gets I, I good really, as like you go along. Yeah. But it's one of those TV shows that I heard was an acquired taste, and I'm like, I'm not willing to subject myself to. A Same. lot of it was like SJW over the top bullshit that didn't need to be said. That's kind of like how the uh, remake of Black Christmas was, where they were just like, oh, bunch of female shit, and it's like this doesn't need to be. Here. And like not even that, but I think there Same was thing some, with Aladdin like, too. They just brought up like women's rights randomly. And I'm like, okay, this is a conversation we've already... You, you've won your suffrage. I'm 
very feminist about this usually, but like, I don't. I want to watch scary magic shit happen. Not. And now we need to take a time about women's rights. <laughs> yeah, right after Women's National Women Day, I'm saying this, but <laughs> no, but uh, I feel like this. I just dug myself into a hole there to yeah. saying that you're a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. The way Jonathan and everyone himself. deserves to hate you. <laughs> the way Jonathan dug himself into a hole that one time, I got him to scream, "No more Jews." <laughs> I should have made that comment about the speak and spell on the other podcast. (laughs) There's a yeah, it's weird because there's a lot of like obscure comics that were turned into like movies that like really didn't do very well. Kind of like Super with Rain Wilson. (laughs) The best part about that movie, I watched that for the first time. I love that movie. What do you think? I love that movie. I like it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was good too. The way Jonathan presented it to me, though, he's like, "This will be one of your favorite movies of all time." This I, movie will surpass Nightcrawler in your Hall of Fame. Again, that's fucking saying a and lot. I was like, Nightcrawler's my favorite movie ever. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> so I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, it doesn't hit like top ten, but it was a really good movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good movie. The best part is still fucking Rob Zombie's the voice of God in that movie. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's the voice of God. I did not catch that. <laughs> he was also in uh, the Guardians movies. I just can't remember who he was. Rob Zombie was, too. Oh, I feel like he was, too, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I can't remember... remember. He's another weird guy that I don't know how to feel about a lot of his work, too. Rob Zombie? Not movie-wise, but his comics. Oh, I haven't looked up any of his comics. I've seen his movies. Uh, there was a movie he did called The Haunted World of El Super Bisto that has Tom Papa in it as El Super Bisto. And it's a funny movie, uh, but it's based off one of his comics. And it's really rare to see like someone who creates their own comic to be like, no, fuck it, I'm making my own movie about it. But... The comics, from what I've seen of it, it's just off-the-wall, kind of like random nonsense. Um, of course, there's a lot of horror homages in there because it's fucking Rob Zombie. But it's good for a, it's, it's a good fun read, I would say. It's not going to like change your perspective on anything, but it's fun. It's fun for what it is. I feel like comic books don't have to. No, they and don't. And that's what I was getting at with the Sabrina thing. I don't want to watch a comic book thing. Because of the social commentary. Yeah. I want to watch it because, like, it was supposed to be the spooky kind of, like, she's selling her soul to the devil. That's the whole point of the show, right? Yes. I don't want to hear about women's rights. <laughs> no, I get you there. I believe yeah. in it. Everything that they're saying is something I believe in. But, but they don't need to hammer the point across. Like the fucking <laughs> droid from Solo. Exactly. Star Wars story. <laughs> it's out of place, and it just feels. It's gonna bad. keep haunting yeah. me, and it's gonna keep coming back. It just feels bad. Yeah. We don't need social. Okay, we don't, I don't need... want social commentary. I want magic to happen. You don't see that. I have a point <laughs> regarding this, and I feel like uh, a lot of cinema. It's it's mostly lazy writing to me. Because they're kind of missing the point of show, not tell. Yeah. That's why a lot of uh, female protagonists fail. You know, but when you look into, like, the Alien series and you have Sigourney's Weaver character, Ripley. She's badass. She's badass. Because yeah. she shows she doesn't tell. She doesn't have to say she's badass. She just is. Yeah. You know, unlike these unlike other Ray characters. Unlike Star Wars. <laughs> unlike Ray from Star Wars. Unlike uh, Captain Marvel. You know, she, her, she kind of fell short. No, but uh, then you have some... But that. then you have, like actual characters from the same thing like Princess Leia who like sure her whole thing was save me but then afterwards she pretty much saved herself exactly even in that in the same fucking movie she was still sitting there batting had a better fucking shooting average than Luke Skywalker yeah yeah and 
uh, in the fucking DC movies, you had a bunch of like badass female characters that weren't Captain Marvel. You had fucking uh, like fucking Scarlet Witch being a badass. Yes. She never once says, "I need a man to save me." And you see her tear apart half an army of robots. Yes, yeah. that was badass. I will still say Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad wasn't bad. Yeah, she can show she had a she could hold her own. Yeah. Same thing with uh, what's the other chick who's in that? I don't what's remember. her name? The ninja. Oh yeah, yeah. Katana. Katana. The God. simplest name. Yeah, the, yeah, the simplest <laughs> She's name. She's actually just named for her fucking weapon. <laughs> but no, Katana was badass because she could show like she just gets on the fucking helicopter or whatever, and she just doesn't say anything. And then when she goes in to kick ass, she kicks ass. Yeah. But Enchantress was bullshit. Again, fucking Sky Portal bullshit. We are never going to see the end of fucking Sky Portals. It was in Fan Stick. Avengers. It was in Avengers. All the Avengers movies. Thanks, Doctor Strange. Yeah, fucking Doctor Strange. It was Strange. in fucking Transformers. Yeah, it was. All right. That one wasn't good, though. We're just getting to the point where we're yelling and sounding sexist. I think we should close out. I would say so. Thank so, you for being on this entire episode, Tanner. Yep. Yep. Even though you're just sitting there kind of off in the distance. Even though you're you're actually just talking to us through this box of Cheez-Its. Yep. I don't want to eat those Cheez-Its now. They're the Tanner Cheez-Its. They, they all just the go bad now. Also... Hold on. I'll have a Cheez-It. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. Ah! <laughs> Kyle! Kyle, you ain't Tanner! Those Great weren't even Cheez-Its. That was cereal. <laughs> Kyle, why are you going to do that? Why are you going to be that asshole to do that? I don't even think we have cheese and cinnamon support. Kyle, I'm sorry, these cheese are so fucking good. <laughs> They're marshmallowy. <laughs> Very marshmallowy. That was my liver. <laughs> it's okay, you can live without it. Alright. You'll survive. I'll see you, everybody, later. Remember, if you're going to smoke heroin, do it in front of a cop.